Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Primetime on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Timothy Go. Now, Prime Minister Lee Hsien Long delivered his National Day rally address to both a small physical audience and those who tuned in virtually as the rally took a hybrid format for the first time. Well, it's also the first National Day rally since the COVID-19 pandemic hit Singapore last year. Of course, last year's event was cancelled after Prime Minister Lee gave a speech in Parliament instead. Speaking in Malay, Mandarin Mandarin and English, PM Lee gave an update on the COVID-19 situation and economic outlook before diving into how the government plans to tackle social challenges which have been amplified by the pandemic. So let's turn now to Zakir Hussain, Singapore editor at The Straits Times. Let's look at what the prime minister said and, you know, the analysis uh, for it as well. Zakir, uh, if you can hear us, good afternoon to you. How do you what do you think of uh, the speech compared to previous years? It was, I thought it was quite a wide ranging, yet at the same time focused speech. It was a speech, I thought, that focused really on, on not just three pressing social challenges. I think the approach in dealing with these challenges is quite key to sort of making sure that society remains united rather than Mm. divided over some of the issues COVID has raised between haves and have not, anxieties over foreign work pass holders um, on issues of race and religion, for instance. Okay, now Prime Minister Lee also began his English speech with an update on Singapore's vaccination rate. Obviously, we've hit that 80% mark. Can you talk us through what were some of the other things that were mentioned in the speech about sustaining longer-term growth amid the pandemic? I think it's sort of the need to uh, stick by some of the key fundamentals that have kept Singapore going, i.e. stay uh, open to the world, but to also find new ways to innovate and to strategize and to ensure that, you know, we remain, our businesses remain relevant and continue to innovate. And I think he cited several examples of businesses that have done that. Zakir, let's talk about some of the highlights from the speech that are, well, very important and talking points that people are talking about today. First of all, more support for lower wage workers. He paid very particular attention, for example, to delivery workers, which I guess we saw a lot of them started last year up to this year. I think in particular, one of the, some of, one of the key announcements with regards to the wage workers were really to recommendate all uh, companies that hire foreign workers mm. to uh, pay all their workers effectively a local qualifying salary. Does this mean it's a minimum wage sort of format? So I think I'm still quite loath to refer to it as a minimum wage because it's it, it wouldn't apply to say, for instance, uh, foreign or contract workers. Okay. But it's effectively, I mean, effectively a minimum wage for the majority of, of uh, local employees. Okay. You know, or but at least a baseline wage. This only applies to companies or businesses that hire foreign workers, That's right. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think it, it doesn't apply to, because for instance, if say you're a small local food delivery company or a, you know, a small crafts shop and you, you hire maybe informal workers, mm-hmm. having this, this could be an imposition on, on business, for instance, and people who you know, get some income may, if 
you know, the requirements were too onerous, they may not be able to even be employed. I think it takes a bit of a practical approach, I'd say. Mm. Now, Zaki, as Tim mentioned, managing race and religion was a key topic discussed during uh, last night's rally address. We heard a, a new law on racial harmony. Mm-hmm. And there was also mention of the Chinese privilege debate. What kind of response have you seen to this discussion? So I think, I think quite a lot of the response online, especially, was overshadowed by um, the reaction to the Prime Minister's comments on Chinese privilege. You know, he said uh, Chinese privilege, as we kind of might understand it, um, quite baseless to say that it's pervasive, uh, that there is such privilege in Singapore. Mm -hmm. And I think he went on to elaborate why, especially among segments of the Chinese community, um, they feel they've given up a fair bit in terms of, you know, how English was became the working and dominant language at independence, as well as this principle of racial equality is in place in Singapore, which isn't quite the case in many other societies around the world. But I think quite a number of people, especially younger readers, feel that, you know, maybe he was a little too quick to dismiss the notion of Chinese privilege, because they do see some advantages that, you know, um, you know, maybe the majority might have. And I think TM also did raise this in calling on Chinese listeners to be more mindful of things like, you know, maybe bias in hiring or mm. in renting out flats. Could this have been communicated better, perhaps? I hear you think a more conversation. Because we've heard Minister Lawrence Wong speak about this previously, and also Minister Keishan Mugam also talked about, touched on this in public forums. And yet after the remarks last night, as you mentioned, what we saw from reactions from, uh, well, I guess social media and everywhere else, were not in agreement in, in a way to whatever the Prime Minister mentioned about Chinese privilege. Yep. I think quite a bit of what has been said on the issue, I mean, even even at these conversations and discussions, mm-hmm. there was a sense of, of sort of agreeing to disagree over mm-hmm. the idea of whether the Chinese privilege or not. And I think um, that disagreement will probably remain. I think what, what happened last night was the Prime Minister decided to sort of put across his position and his view. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the view held by quite a number of um, people, you know, whether government as well as by a number of minorities. But I think issues like privilege and prejudice are very much also about lived experiences. And I think many younger Singaporeans and Singaporeans who might be affected or or who feel discriminated against, Mm. you know, in employment and other areas would naturally disagree. And I think there was room for that as well. Okay, Zach here. So just to recap, I mean, it was a broad ranging speech. It lasted about two hours. But was right. there anything that you think was missed? I mean, no goodies this year. I think in a way, well, actually, really, I think there's a realization that there is a tough time for goodies. But I think there are very big goodies in the speech itself. And mm. I think the goodies go to the most vulnerable in society, mm. you know, especially the lowest wage workers. And I think today, in fact, just a short while ago, we've heard sort of, uh, you know, announcements of details of uh, progressive wage hikes mm. for uh, lowest income earners. And I think these cover close to 300,000 of, you know, the bottom 20 of all resident workers over the next few years. And I think these are significant changes that are that are in place, you know, because they mandate effectively baseline salaries. And these don't just cover sort of workers in traditional sectors like cleaning or landscaping, but they've also they will also cover workers by occupations such as admin assistants mm. and companies, as well as drivers, personal drivers, uh, school bus drivers, uh, bus drivers are hired by companies and goods companies. 
So they will all um, be required to be paid a minimum, you know, effectively a base wage. Definitely. Well, Zakir, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us this evening. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. We've been speaking with Zakia Hussain, Singapore editor at The Straits Times. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.